All right, all right, all right. We're back with Veterans Assembly Hall. And, uh, hey, I got Scott from uh, American Legion Riders 221, which is over there in Bedford, Massachusetts. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for calling in. We appreciate that. I uh, kind of impose on people's schedules when I ask them to do these things, so I'm really impressed when they say yes. <laughs> um, although I'm not quite sure why, and you might live to regret that. <laughs> no problem. I, uh, 221 is a post that I know really well because uh, I go down to the meat raffles you guys have down there, which mm-hmm. I really enjoy. Um, you get you know really welcoming group that you have down there, and I've enjoyed – uh, each time I go out on there, just all it does is reinforce it and make me want to come back again. Um, let me ask you, before we get into, I know you got some events coming up, and that's the sure. reason we did the call in tonight. I want to promote those for you. But before we get there, uh, I've had a couple of Legion Rider groups come on the podcast so far, and I'm asking the same questions, but I'm asking them a little bit differently, each one, because I'm interested to, to kind of hear uh, what your impression is. And I won't hold you to it. I know you don't speak sure. for 221 or whatever, but... <laughs> Um, but first of all, well, how would you say, like at at the Bedford Legion, what's the relationship between the riders group and the in the post membership? You know what I mean, like the non riding uh, post members. Uh, is each one every post has kind of a different, I think, dynamic going on at two twenty one? Sure. How would you describe it? Is it really intertwined, or is it kind of like isolated and independent? I, I would say it's very intertwined like I said uh, our post commander likes talking about the the legion family because uh you know every every member of the legion rider is a member of one of the other organizations either mm-hmm. the legion the sons or the auxiliary yep. and so when we're meeting as riders you know we always have another group that we're a part of and so when we do events you know we have legionnaires who are not riders that are there to help us put on doing the cooking doing raffles similarly we have auxiliary that are supporting us and some, and then it's our turn when they have events at the post we try to help uh, drive those support them and so yeah there's i would say we have a very good working relationship with that yeah um, that's really important isn't it that you that the riders uh, kind of intertwine themselves into the post you know <clears throat> absolutely well so uh, would you say that most of the riders are they post members that that went to the Legion Riders, or were these people that were not norm, not previously associated with the post that were drawn in by the Riders, you know, being wanting to be part of the American Legion Riders, but they hadn't previously really been active or a member of the post? Is that true, or is that not the case down there? Um, without actually going one by one through the membership yeah, roster, yeah. I'd be hard pressed to give you exact number, but I would say there's a good chunk that were not a part of the post, were not a part of the Suns That's that have joined since the, the writers came about. Yeah. And like we've really kind of actively reached out to them and given them a community where they can be a part of things. And so the we I would say probably the majority of writers are sons. We've got I had we've got our own share of veterans, but uh, mm-hmm. I think the, the sons are probably the predominant group within that. Um, but yeah we've we've got a lot that have joined the post purely as a result of the writers coming about uh, a couple of years ago. That's great because it, it's, uh, it really helps the post survive and thrive, I guess is a better <laughs> oh, word for it. You know, and like I said, I'm not a stranger to 221 when I've been down to those uh, meat raffles and stuff. It never really feels like you're just at a writer's event or a post mm-hmm. event. I, I always see all of the groups present and everybody just kind of, mingling about and it's kind of honestly and this is i mean this as a compliment it's sometimes hard to discern uh you sure. know one group from the other i uh mm-hmm. and that's a real compliment to you i remember uh years ago i was 
I was an Air Guard member. I was in all. I did them all. I did active duty, reserve. <laughs> they did, I'm the guy that can't hold a job. But I ended up in the Air Guard at some point, and we were mm-hmm. doing a major exercise in Europe. And I remember this this general coming onto the floor, uh, the operations floor, and he was talking with people. And as he went to leave, he said to one of his uh, aides, or you know, all those people that follow the generals around, <laughs> and he turned and he said, uh, "You know, I really." I could not tell who were the guardsmen, who were the active duty, who were the reserve. And, and I took that as a real compliment. I, I kind of sure. make the same compliment to you guys. I can't go into a room and discern one from the other. Uh, sure. And that's, yeah, that's really good. What, is the, what do you think the biggest change that the riders have brought to the, to the poster? And, and I'm speaking in generalities for the American, big American Legion family. What's the, is there, what's the most positive change that's happened? Can you, can you think of one? Um, I think a lot of it is actually feeling that we're active. We're going, we're leaving the post. We're going out and being visible um, at other events, other communities. And because, you know, for the longest time, I think the Legion had kind of the misnomer uh, of it's uh, an old guy's drinking club. Yep. And, that, and that's yep. you know, obviously the furthest from the truth, but that's a perception. And mm-hmm. so by out being out active, going to, charity events and other things like that. I think that helps kind of break that up and we're getting new people in there to, to realize what the Legion does do and uh, kind of break up that uh, misconception that uh, has persisted for a long time. I think that's a great point, Scott. And that's the first time I've heard somebody say that. We've talked about the Legion writings being a great mechanism for connecting posts because in the past, posts tended to be, you know, islands unto themselves. I was a member oh, of the Drake Post. I probably wouldn't even know unless I went to a district meeting or something. I wouldn't know the people down in Bedford. So mm-hmm. I've, you know, we've talked with other groups and we've, about that dynamic, but the one you just brought up is really valid. I mean, you're out not just at other Legion events. You're at uh, the Elks might be having an event or Hidden Battles might be doing a cornhole tournament that they do every mm-hmm. September, and you guys might go there, and they, there it is, you know, this uh, big patch on your back. It's clear that you're Legion members. You're representing the Legion. I, that's a great point, and I hadn't really thought of it. That's really good. Sure. Thanks. Um, hey, so some of the events that you guys have got coming up, um, the one that you first uh, sent over to me, uh, and I'd seen this at a couple of different, I think I saw Purple was running one, it was a dinner social, you guys do it mm-hmm. the third Wednesday of the month, and yep. it's associated with uh, Clear Path New England, the, the, the group out in uh, Devons, am I correct? Correct, uh, this is actually entirely put on by ClearPath. Um, they've reached out to us and we're happy to host them. They're, they're having this at, just as you mentioned, uh, three different facilities. Uh, they're having it at Pepperell. They have it at Westminster. Those are both, I believe, at the VFWs there. Mm-hmm. And then they're having it at the, uh, the Bedford Legion, where basically it's a once-a-month dinner uh, and social. It's a family-style dinner. Um, all veterans, active duty, as well as prior veterans, as well as their families, wives, kids, um, are all welcome for a free dinner. And really with no agenda, it's kind of to, an opportunity to come in, talk to Clear Path for them to get a sense of what the veteran communities need or wanting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just an opportunity to kind of roundtable and discuss afterwards. Um, they had the first one on January. I was able to attend that. Um, uh, it was good. Good. It was, uh, um, obviously always hope for great attendance. We had roughly about 10, 10 people that were there. Um, some from the Legion, some from the community. There was one active duty, um, um, airman, I believe that was there with his family and, uh, and child. So that was good. It was good to see kind of a, a breadth of 
active duty with their family, veterans, retired, and yeah. um, the next one is coming up tomorrow evening, so I'm planning to attend. This time I'll be taking my kids because my wife's working, so uh, his whole, <laughs> whole household is going to be there uh, enjoying great. it. So. Yeah, so um, you're just kind of hoping this gains speed. So it's 10 the first month, maybe it's 12, 15, and you kind of group it. And I imagine it will ebb and flow as the – it's every month, so as the month of the year, maybe people are away sure. for vacation, or if it's more convenient, you might have a bigger crowd, right? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. so it's uh, it's one of those things. Obviously, we hope it will grow, and like I said, we're having it in the, the downstairs um, meeting room now, but we, at some point we may have to, to take it upstairs to the larger larger hall. Um, but like I said, it's really to try to help uh, clear path, uh, get in touch with veterans, and, and try to help fulfill their mission of, of putting programs out for, for veterans and active duty. That's great. I, I love the concept. There's really no, you know, the question that I think when, as soon as I saw the flyer, uh, surface on Facebook or the, the event page, my reaction was, well, what's the catch? Like, what are you, you're getting me there for the food. And then what are you going to do to me when I get, <laughs> you sure. know? Yeah. Um, like some of the other social events, like our spaghetti dinner, there's no entrance fee. We're not doing raffles, anything else, trying to raise money. It's really just an opportunity to try to get veterans together because, you know, clear paths, they've done a lot in their, their short existence out in Devon. They and, sure have. Part of what they're trying to do now is to find out what's really needed, what the, the veterans in different communities um, want and need so they can try to help uh, help provide that. So this really is a health check, just a pulse check to see, hey, what's what's the big exactly. issue out there, right? And if there's exactly. some consistency to it, then they know that's something they need to address. I love mm-hmm. it. Uh, and you guys are going to be doing that. Is it particular to the, like, Pepperell's? Theirs is not on Wednesday, right? It's not coincident. Yeah, I mean, imagine you're all de-conflicted, correct? Yeah, exactly. So Pepperell VFW, I looked at that briefly. Uh, they're the last Wednesday of the month. Okay. And then the Westminster VFW is the first Tuesday of the month. Okay. And then you guys own the third. And it's going to be consistently the third Wednesday. It starts at what time? Uh, 5.30. And it so goes 5.30 to 7.30. To 7.30. Okay. Almost like our burger burns, you know? Exactly. <laughs> um, and that's not the only thing you've got coming up. I saw on March 21st, you've got the Spaghetti Bash um, happening, right? Correct. That's uh, We had one last year, so this will be our second annual Spaghetti Bash. Basically, an all-you-can-eat uh, spaghetti dinner, uh, pastas. Uh, this one is a $10 uh, ticket to come in for an all-you-can-eat dinner. Um, if you're active duty or senior, it's only $8, so... Um, cheap dinner there, and if uh, we always put it out to any uh, uniformed first responders are on duty, come on by for free dinner as well. So very nice. Um, and we'll be having raffles, fifty-fifty drawing, kind of the usual fair there. Yep. Um, we're still getting all of our uh, raffle prizes out, so we'll publicize that a little bit closer. But uh, we had a great, great turnout last year, filled up the room, and wow. uh, um, we're looking forward to having another good event this year. Well, I'm looking forward to coming in myself. Uh, I'm up for a spaghetti dinner and uh, a good night to socialize and catch up with folks, and it's pretty relaxed, absolutely. right? I mean, it's just kind of hanging oh, out. And, yeah. Yep. No That's heavy a Saturday, Saturday evening, I believe it's 6 to 9, um, so perfect time for early dinner and uh, some... Uh, Still time for mischief afterwards, too. So. <laughs> um, and speaking of things that are, are no heavy lifting and uh, aren't very exhausting, you've got the Tough Rock coming up in April, April 19th, if I'm not mistaken, right? That, that is correct. This will uh, be your, April. would you tell me your fifth time doing it? 
It is my fifth time. Every year, I swear I'm not doing it again. But yes, <laughs> a, uh, it's always in April. It's the Sunday before the marathon, mm-hmm. and uh, they open up registration on Veterans Day. And so um, I'm cursing it when I finish it, and I'm like, never again, never again. Yeah, then you, you have six, six months, months to later, forget. The soreness wears off, and all you can remember is the good parts of it. You sign up, and so yeah, this will be my fifth, and I swear my last year doing that. Yeah, I, um, well, I, like I told you before we hit record, that's that's five more than I'll ever do. So <laughs> you're you're already way ahead. Um, are you training for this? Is this something you got to train up to, like the marathon, or is you just kind of grab your rucksack and head out the day of? You're better off if you train. Yeah. I uh, trained a little bit my first and second year. The last few years, I've I felt it and I paid for it by not training. But uh, like I said, I've made it harder to get out there. I've got uh, three young kids, so it's a little hard yeah. to get out the door on days off. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the more more miles you can do ahead of time, the better off you'll do on the, the 26.2 that day. So um, what size got, what size pack are you carrying? So is it, is it 35, 40 35, pounds. Okay, yeah. 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 The, the minimum for the heavyweight division is 35 pounds. They added a lightweight division because um, some people are doing it that have – you know, physical reasons they really can't carry that much. Sure. And so yeah. um, I tell you, last year was impressive. There was a double amputee that did the whole ruck, and every time I was feeling miserable, yeah. I'd pass, see him coming on the opposite direction and just put everything in perspective. So, <laughs> yeah, there was so much for complaining, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. It's kind of shut up and suck up and just keep going. Roger so, that, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Now, do you get sponsorships? Is that how it works? You sign up and uh, you raise money as part <clears> of this? Uh, program yeah. is that right? Yep. So each rucker they've they've capped it at a thousand ruckers um, because it just gets too crowded on the the battle road that mm-hmm. uh, we're going back and forth because uh, we end up doing the down and back twice and so you'll you'll particularly the fast people that are doing it you'll see them a couple times as they're going back and forth so that it gets a pretty congested on that old trail and uh, so they capped it at a thousand ruckers um, and so you commit to fundraising to because. Um, we're raising money for the Military Friends Foundation. That's the one that uh, is been putting this on in conjunction with the Boston Athletic Association, who is a sponsor. Um, the, uh, like I said, basically the fundraising it varies a little bit, but roughly between five hundred and a thousand dollars per rucker um, you're committing. Okay. Um, and so uh, we we have a team with the American Legion Riders out of Bedford. There's three of us that are on it this year. Um, I think last total we've got about twelve hundred, thirteen hundred dollars raised for that. Um, my wife's doing it as on part of our team this year. Um, she's a runner, but has never been a rucker. Oh, interesting. And then, uh, and then Chris Donovan, one of our other members, he participated last year as a rucker, um, and he's doing it again this year. I'm curious um, to know how the runners perceive the rucking. You know, because it's a little, it's a different dynamic, isn't it? Right. You got it the- is. Yeah, because your your strides are totally different, kind of the way your foot strikes and yeah. having the weight on your back as opposed to really just being able to get out and run is, is different. So it'll be interesting how my wife uh, takes to it. Yeah, we'll have to set up a call after the 19th and get her on it <laughs> and then so we can find out to get the feedback on what she thought about rucking versus uh, versus running. You know, um, the Matthew uh, Polini Foundation um, – Mike and his group, they do uh, rock or run over here at Lenzies and Drake it every year. I don't know if you're aware of that, up in September. No, I had... Oh, yeah, they do, they do uh, and it's, no. a, it's about a four-mile route, none of this uh, marathon stuff, but it's a great day, so sure. uh, something for yeah. the ruckers to be aware of. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, last year, we actually, 
I know you talked with uh, Dirty Water, the uh, writers out of Cambridge. Yep. We actually had a couple of their members that uh, rucked with us last year on, on the American Legion rider team. And so uh, Richard Mendetti, he's uh, he's got a, a Dirty Water yep. team doing the ruck this year as well. He was on, uh, well, we just recorded it last night. That's going to drop uh, very soon. Uh, but we're, you and I are recording the night after them. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. he was, Rich, Richie was there last night. We talked a little bit with him about the ruck. And um, he gave me some horrifying stories about the injuries he sustained in, uh, in graphic detail. But, uh, yeah, he's, they, he said they're doing really well. They're raising a lot of money, and they have a three-man team getting ready to go as well. So the Legion yeah. Riders will be well represented out there by at least two teams that I'm aware of, probably more. Sure. Yep. And our, our post, uh, after I started doing it and the, our Bedford Legion Riders came together, <clears throat> we've uh, put a – a uh, kind of support tent and table up towards the very end of the race where we've been passing out water and, you know, orange slices and just some moral support as people are in that last mile heading towards the, the finish line. So the, the riders, riders who have been out there really enjoyed uh, that opportunity to see people as they're on that last, last stretch to uh, try to cheer them on. Yeah, I love that idea, and I've seen that online. I've just never had uh, the opportunity where the day lined up for me uh, to get over there. This year, I'm kind of knock on wood, looking good, so we'll see how that goes, and uh, I'll I'll get out there and and actually experience it firsthand. Not rocking, I mean the support (laughs) part, (laughs) just so I'm clear. Hey, let me ask you, though. um, So there was some tension originally when uh, it was after the Boston bombing, marathon Mm -hmm. uh, bombing, and the Boston um, committee, the athletic committee that runs the race, had the next year had said uh, for security reasons, and I'm sure they were collaborating with a lot of other folks, but they could not, you know, you couldn't ruck on the run anymore because you, you guys were, uh, the meaning generally the ruck uh, people were, uh, were presence on the route and were doing it coincident with the marathon. And at first, there was some animosity. Does any of that still linger, or is that uh, kind of been put aside with this uh, tough rock kind of having its I think own day? I think it's been put to the side. The fact that they're, you know, the, the fact that the BAA is still supportive. They're, you know, they're sponsoring. You know, every tough rucker gets their Boston Marathon medal. The, the fact that they've continued that despite it not being on the marathon route itself. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, going back to 2013 when the bombing was. You know, the some of the first people responding when you go back and look at pictures were the military ruckers. Exactly. Just, either just finishing or were finishing and passing that point to help pull all the barricades off and and doing first aid and so i think the two are so closely entwined you know obviously the ruckers would still like to be on the marathon course but Mm -hmm. i think we all understand why we can't have backpacks loaded to bear going down the marathon route any longer and the fact that the national park service and concord is um given kind of welcome arms to uh move the tough ruck there going up along the historic battle road has really helped that uh smooth out any ill feelings that might have been there initially that was my impression too and i think having your own route although it may not be the the boston marathon road i think over time that that battlefield route road is (laughs) is really kind of like a great it's a cool place for the rock to occur right i mean oh absolutely so you're you're going past you know basically it's sacred ground there's you know redcoats that are buried there unidentified you know this is where 
you know, the beginning of the American Revolution all started, and we're right. crossing over the bridge uh, there in the Old North Bridge, and so there's a lot of history and a lot of emotion that can go into that. Yep. So I think it's it's found a very worthy place to uh, to continue. That's a great way of saying it. it is a worthy place, and it's a worthy cause. And um, uh, you know, thanks for doing that and being part of it because it really is. Uh, it's really uh, in the fabric of Boston. That whole weekend is, and now mm-hmm. you've kind of expanded it from just Monday to almost a two-day event, really. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, what else you guys got going on up there? Anything else? Or uh, am I miss? Those were the three that I was aware of that you had coming yeah, up. The, yeah, those are the biggest things that are coming up over the next couple months. Obviously, we're licking our lips uh waiting for weather to get decent so we can get up back on our bikes right we, uh, we were out on new year's day we had a couple of us that got out for a uh, polar nice. bear ride that day that was cold and miserable the roads were awful but uh we opened to 2020 with uh, some riders out there good and, uh, um so yeah it's just uh kind of biding our time until things are warm enough we can really get out and uh start riding again well, we're talking about April 19th uh, at length there, and, and that's not far away from spring, and supposedly mm-hmm. this is going to be an early spring, so I'm optimistic. You know, that we're, it's not going to be very long till we're, uh, till we're back out there riding around. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we, we rode in the uh, Boston St. Patrick's Parade last year with the uh, American Legion. Oh, you did? They, obviously, it was the 100th anniversary for the Legion, and so they, they had a float uh, and uh, a large presence there so we had riders from several chapters that rode through that and that was that was a little brisk come uh, march 17th <laughs> last year i'm hoping it'll be warmer for st patrick's this year although right. no no parades for us uh, but uh that was a good experience last year <laughs> but one and done <laughs> exactly exactly hey man well i appreciate you calling in i promised i wasn't going to keep you very long uh but i did want to hit the big points and I'm going to probably circle back with you and see how that tough rock, maybe we'll do a tough rock episode. I'll get Richie. I'll get you. I'll, I'll get all the great. people. That, yeah, I'm serious. And we'll get everybody on and we'll kind of like, uh, see what, what everybody's impression of this year's tough rock was, you know, that's Sounds good. All right. Um, again, uh, thanks very much for calling in tonight. Uh, sure. you guys do well, give up my best to two twenty one. good, great group of people up there. Will do. Thanks for having us. You're Take very care. welcome. Uh, Veterans Assembly Hall, we are here with uh, American Legion Riders 221 down there in Bedford, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm.